Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, Are We Limiting God? Let's pray. Precious Father, we come to you today full of thanksgiving. You're such a great God. You've been so merciful. You are so merciful. We choose to live a life that glorifies you. We come ready to receive what you have for us today. Speak through me, Father. Everything of you and nothing of me, Father. I'm so thankful for your word, and we come ready to receive today. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about are we limiting God? None of us really want to limit God, right? But we do sometimes through disobedience like Moses' people did so many times. Sometimes through not following the lead of God through his word or that still small voice. Sometimes it is a lack of faith in what God has promised in his word and looking at the natural realm. Let's start today in Philippians 4.13 in the Amplified. I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Folks, to start, we need to always remember that we can do all things that God has called us to do, not in our own power, but through Jesus Christ, who strengthens and empowers us to fulfill his purpose. Psalm 78:41, the New King James. Yes, again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. My friends, this scripture is pretty clear. We can limit God in working in our lives. Let's read some of the things that Moses' people did to limit God. Psalm 78, verses 25 through 57 in the New King James. Men ate angels' food. He sent them food to the full. He caused an east wind to blow in the heavens, and by his power he brought in the south wind. He also rained meat on them like the dust, feathered fowl like the sand of the seas. And he let them fall in the midst of their camp, all around their dwellings. So they ate and were well filled, so he gave them their own desire. Folks, God fed them in the wilderness, but they were unthankful. 30. They were not depraved of their cravings, but while their food was still in their mouths, the wrath of God came against them and slew the stoutest of them and struck down the choice men of Israel. In spite of this, they still sinned and did not believe in his wondrous works. My friends, this showed their lack of faith in God, which is one of the things that limited God. Therefore their days he consumed in futility, and their years in fear. When he slew them, then he sought him, and he returned and sought earnestly for God. Then they remembered that God was their rock, and the Most High God their Redeemer. Folks, they were up and then down, up and then down. Their trust in God wavered constantly. Nevertheless, they flattered him with their mouth, and they lied to him with their tongue. For their heart was not steadfast with him, nor were they faithful in his covenant. My friends, this is another thing that will limit God when we are unfaithful to our covenant with God. 38. But he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and did not destroy them. Yes, many a time he turned his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. For he remembered that they were but flesh, a breath that passes away and does not come again. How often they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. 41. 
Yes, again and again, they tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. My friends, our heart should be to never tempt God and limit Him. 42. They did not remember His power the day when He redeemed them from the enemy. Folks, let's read about a few things God did to His enemies in the Old Testament. 43. When He worked His signs in Egypt and His wonder in the field of Zon. 44. Turned their rivers into blood and their streams that they could not drink. He sent swarms of flies among them, which devoured them, and frogs which destroyed them. He also gave their crops to the caterpillar, and their labor to the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail, and their sycamore trees with frost. He also gave up their cattle to the hail, and their flocks to fiery lightning. 49. He cast on them the fierceness of his anger, wrath, indignation, and trouble, by sending angels of destruction among them. He made a path for his anger. He did not spare their soul from death, but gave their life over to the plague and destroyed all the firstborn of Egypt, the first of their strength in the tents of Ham. But he made his own people go forth like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. My friends, God still wants to guide us today if we let him and don't limit him. 53, and he led them on safely so that they did not fear but the sea overwhelmed their enemies, and he brought them to his holy border, this mountain which his right hand had acquired. He also drove out the nations before them, allotted them an inheritance by survey, and made the tribes of Israel dwell in their tents. 56. Yet they tested and provoked the Most High God, and did not keep his testimonies. 57. But turned back and acted unfaithfully like their fathers, they turned aside like a deceitful bow. Folks, after God parted the sea for them, they still turned away from him. We could look at this and say, wow, how dumb were these people? But look at our generations. We are here after the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. The calendar changed because of Jesus. And we have the new better promises of the new covenant. Yet the wide path of people still follow the God of this world, Satan. Luke 16, 9 in the Amplified, Jesus said, and I tell you, hear from this, make friends for yourselves for eternity by means of the wealth of unrighteousness. That is, use material resources as a way to further the work of God so that when it runs out, they will welcome you into the eternal dwellings. My friends, we'll get to see the saved folks we help in this world in heaven for an eternity. We don't want to limit God and miss helping all the people that we can. 1 Corinthians 3.13 in the Amplified. Each one's work will be clearly shown for what it is, for the day of judgment will disclose it, because it is to be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality and character and worth of each person's work. Folks, if God was in control of everything that we do, why would he have to test the quality and character and worth of each person's work? In God's supreme authority, he gave us free will, and he works with us. Mark chapter 16. Jeremiah 29, 11 in the Amplified. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. My friends, God has such great plans for all of us. We don't want to limit God's plans for us. And if we have messed up, we can just repent and get back on track, praise God. Ephesians 5.17 in the Living Bible. 
Don't act thoughtlessly, but try to find out and do whatever the Lord wants you to. Folks, we are constantly to be following whatever God wants us to do. If not, we are acting thoughtlessly. Proverbs 23, 7a in the New King James. For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. My friends, our thought life will help or hinder God's plans for our life. We have to think right, which is being in line with God's word. Closing Hebrews 11.6 in the Amplified. But without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please Him. For whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that He rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek Him. Folks, one of the best things to not limit God in our life is to walk in faith, to keep our switch of faith turned on and know that God rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek Him. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're such a great God, Father. We choose not to limit you, Father. We repent to when we have in the past and choose to be more diligent, Father, to never let that happen, Father. We're so thankful. You're a merciful God. We choose to walk in your ways. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.